Welcome to another episode of the Ignite Your Mind podcast, a safe place for real talk on discovering powerful stories, talking about mental health, real business journeys, and hearing inspiring stories. My name's Sanjay Patel, and I'm a transformational life coach. And this week, I have the amazing business owner and good friend of mine that is Stephanie Warren from Stephanie Warren Makeup Artist. She talks about her journey from when she started two years ago and the experiences of training to become a makeup artist and the struggle she went through to build the foundations for what her business is today. She also explains how she found using social media towards her business, as well as the positive and negative impact it's made on her. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Ignite Your Mind podcast. Another episode, and I have got an exceptional guest today, and her name is Stephanie Warren. Stephanie, say hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. The sun is shining. Let's not talk about the weather, though, because that's not what we're here for. Um, So I brought on Stephanie because I wanted, I've known Steph for, I don't know, how long have I known you for? Eight, nine years? Eight years? It must be close to 10, you know. It must be our 10-year anniversary soon. We'll have to celebrate. No. Well, it's your two-year anniversary, isn't it, in your business? So we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that Yesterday. in a minute. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to get Stephanie on because she, uh, I've been speaking to her recently, and as you, if you know me, if you know me well enough, you'll know that I'm all about surrounding yourself with like-minded people um, who give you that good energy and good vibe, and she is one of them, so that's why she's here. Aww. Boom. Um, so, Steph. How let's get the coronavirus talk out of the way first because I know everyone's talking about it. We're now, if you're listening to this, we're third third week into it in the UK. Yeah, number three, isn't it? So just yeah. the third week. How are you coping in isolation? Do you know what? It's not been that that bad. I've um obviously makeup's dried up for now because it has to, because of hygiene and what have you. Um, but it's been alright. Like me and Jay, my hubby, we've been We've just been doing stuff that we wouldn't normally do. That's actually been really fun, like buying jigsaws. Um, I haven't played, I haven't done a jigsaw puzzle since <laughs> I was a kid. And yeah. we bought Disney princesses and Toy Story. So we yeah. finished the princesses one. Jay smashed it. Um, and then we're doing Toy Story now. And I'm actually really excited about it. And it actually makes you not want to then take these things for granted. So mm-hmm. I'm speaking to my mum more. I'm speaking to my brother more. Speaking to my dad more. And you think, why didn't I do this before? And it's only like isolation and being on your own and having time to think that you realise I don't make enough time for these people, don't make enough time for my friends, don't make enough time for my family. Um, and being fully booked most weekends, it's actually been quite nice to, to have a break. Yeah, you just feel super grateful, don't you? Yeah. Don't yeah. It, there is certainly a, a positive to it. I know a lot of people are, are struggling financially and they're, they're losing the chance of their paycheck or they've lost their jobs mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm quite fortunate in a way that i've still got my part-time job when i was building my business so nice. my mortgage and stuff for now is is covered so it's been okay it's been okay good good glad to hear it yeah no you're right i think there is so many positives to take out of this situation and it will be moving forward when the world shifts into a whole new dynamic but um it's important to not focus too much on the negatives as hard as that is 
um yeah just to keep positive it's interesting you're doing puzzles though i know there's a lot of other people that are doing puzzles i've actually got the three thousand piece puzzle out um the other day i haven't i haven't even attempted it though i'm just like no it's not just yet i'm not ready for it i'm just not ready for one thousand one thousand pieces is the biggest i'll go even the pieces then are about this big exactly the three thousand covered my whole dining table it was ridiculous so yeah. i was just like i'm not ready for it yet <laughs> i'm not ready no for it. when we pulled out our thousand i just looked at it like this yeah yeah <laughs> but you got through it um we did so, cloud crew steph tell us what you do you just mentioned it obviously you're self-employed and you do work part-time you hold on to that job which is good great mm. well done for keep holding on to it um what do you what do you do apart from that makeup primarily makeup so specializing in bridal special occasions so obviously people's weddings um, if people are going to weddings, so wedding guest makeup, then you've got occasions like Royal Ascot, which is always busy. Um, unfortunately, yeah. not this year with everything that's going on. Um, it's just canceled, festivals, isn't it? yeah. Anything, anything that people want to feel glam for or want to feel, uh, what's the word? Uh, can't even think now. Um, just feel better about themselves. Yeah, so if they've yeah. got um, a christening or a photo shoot, for example, like a family photo shoot, they think, oh, I want my my skin to be flawless this day, or just makes them feel better about themselves. And lessons, yeah. obviously, people want to learn bits and pieces. So, yeah. So I mean, like when when the COVID nineteen pandemic hit, when you actually couldn't stop working, like what was going through your head? Like, what, how were you feeling about it for your business wise? Do you know what? Strangely, I, I wasn't I wasn't really too concerned about me because I knew that I kind of had my safe my safety net with my other job. So I knew that my bills were going to be paid. Yeah. I felt more concerned about my brides because obviously if they well, when did this even start? March? Yeah. So February, March, February, yeah, March. It started getting intense, yeah. Yeah. So of course then I had people contacting me saying, Oh, my wedding's been cancelled. I'm so stressed. I don't know what to do. And I've just kind of said, look, from a makeup point of view, just don't worry about it. Just mm -hmm. get what you need to get sorted, rearrange the date first of all, and then just come back to me when you're ready because I'm not going anywhere. The dates aren't going to go anywhere for now because the world has just stopped. So I was more concerned about them and making sure they were okay because it is a really stressful situation for them yeah. because I was okay so I just kind of put my efforts into making sure other people were happy and chilled because I knew that I was all right yeah this is one thing I always say actually is like my coach told me this as well he's like if your cup's not full how are you going to pour it out into others like you can't go and help someone with an empty cup you know it's mm. just like a, it's a saying but um it's interesting you say that like did you so did you find more so that your clients were not obviously they were worried about what was going on but they were more worried uh, just confiding you as a friend rather than someone who just does my makeup like what type of relationship do you have with your clients do you know what i mean yeah they i have a lot of them look for example um honey my youngest um sausage dog she mm. fell quite poorly a couple of weeks ago she really hurt her back um and I just put on uh, my Instagram, my personal Instagram, actually, um, and just put a, a picture of Honey saying, um, oh, she's on crate rest for the next couple of weeks. Here's her sad face. And it was actually really nice that a lot of my clients who also are, are, are dog lovers were messaging me just messages of support and just wanting to know how she was every day and sending them pictures. No, and, no. <laughs> no. and so they were... 
they wanted to know how she was. They were offering me support all the time, saying, oh, it's going to be okay, whatever happens, if you need anything for her, then we'll drop some stuff around. And I'm thinking, this is actually really nice. Not only are they my clients, but they are my friends, and they're willing to, to drive in this situation where they could potentially be stopped by the police because you don't know anymore, saying, is your journey essential? when they're actually, they might be coming over to drop her off a bone just to be kind or to drop her off some biscuits or whatever. But thankfully she's okay now, but it's actually made me realize that a lot of my clients now, I don't see them as clients. They're, they're my friends and it's lovely because two years ago I didn't, I didn't know these people. And now I've just got so many really lovely girls around me. I'm yeah, lucky. I I didn't realize that before. So I yeah. think a lot of the, the COVID-19 situation is just making you realise a, a lot more that you didn't know before. Well, we've all got a common interest. We've all got a common problem at the moment. The whole world has. So it's automatically you've got something in common with someone. It doesn't matter who they are, uh, which is nice. So interesting. No, that's good to hear. Um, and fair play. Fair play to you. Um, I actually, I feel the same with some of my clients as well that I work with from a coaching perspective, like, because we go so deep and we speak about so much stuff there, you know, we can always speak after that, even if it's just via text or WhatsApp or whatever. So it's, um, it's nice to hear that. Um, so going back on your business. Now I remember we met up in London <laughs> when I was working at my day job in that pub and you were doing your makeup course. Am I right? Oh my God. Yeah. Was that two years ago? Do you remember? That's crazy. Yeah. So that was what, yeah, that was two years ago. So that was when you first were starting trained even before you properly started right yeah so that was probably that was probably three quarters of the way through yeah and I kind of it sounds really silly but the the academy it somewhat knocked my confidence because it even though it was good it's Hmm. I don't know when you're when you're learning you need to you need people to it to to engage with you a lot and you you want you want to learn I had such a a fire in my belly to to not so much learn makeup because I did it years ago anyway it was more of a kind of refresh my memory um but a lot of the teachers unfortunately were were quite full of themselves if you ask them a question um they'd just be kind of sitting in the corner playing on their phones um so when you said yeah so when you would say something like i don't know um because there's so many different undertones to someone's skin so you could be some you could be putting something too yellow on someone's skin or something too pink so when you say oh what are your thoughts on this you didn't get anything back so i think actually the day that i met you i was feeling a little bit down about it thinking i'm so desperate to to refresh my memory and then when I saw you it's all I don't know it just kind of it lifted my spirits and made me feel more positive because you're one of those people and, and even now two years after that if I'm having a down day that I'd say oh I'd, I'd, I don't know whether I can do this I don't know whether my Instagram photos are good enough it's just having someone like you and other people around me that will just keep saying to me you can do this you can do it. I believe in you. So even when I don't believe in myself, sometimes it's just nice to have those people around me that do believe in me and just give me that boost that I need. Did I say that? That day, that day when I saw you, no, amazing. Do you know what? I actually don't, I don't, it was so long ago. And I remember that time I was just, uh, I just agreed to start my coaching course 
um, like the six month intensive course. And I remember telling you about it, and I remember you telling me what was going on in your in your life as well. And when you look back, like over the last two years, like how much you've achieved when I look back like my 20s for example like I'm 33 now so when I look back at my 20s I'm just like what did I actually achieve like what did I actually do apart from work mm. pay bills go out like whatever it might be like what did I actually achieve but then as soon as like when you look about the last two years especially when I've gone self-employed and I don't know if you feel the same about this as well especially when you start running your own business you've got your own responsibilities you know, everything's on your head to do what mm. you need to do to, to build your own business up. Your your mindset shifts completely. Your passion completely shifts. Like the way you work, your work ethic, like the people you surround yourself with, the conversations you have, like everything just seems to change. And I don't know, do you feel the same? Like when you become your own business owner that you find that's happened for you as well or not? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, it only hit me when I was just shy. Yes, yeah, so I was 28 at the time and I just thought... I'm in a job that I have, I just didn't have any passion for it. I was going into work, sit down at my desk at nine o'clock and I constantly be clock watching until yeah. five. And I just used to think to myself, what, what am I doing? Like, how can I get myself out of this and do what, do what I want to do? And then there was one day I came home and I was in the bath actually. And Jay come in and said, what's the matter? And I just said, I just feel, I just feel stuck. And I, and I don't know what to do. I said, I'm approaching 30 now and I need to do something. It's never too late. It's never too late to, to change your career. It's never too late to do anything. But I just had a moment where I just thought, right, I'm approaching 30. And the same as what you've done. It's the same as what you said. So what did I achieve in that time? Career wise, not a lot. I was working in an estate agent for years. I did banking before that what have I achieved? I'm not going to get any higher in my position. So, and I knew what I wanted to do. I had the fire in my belly to do what I wanted to do. It was just taking the steps to do it. And then when you kind of think to yourself, yeah, I can do this. And thankfully I had um, support from, from Jay, not only his, um, his support emotionally, but financially. I mean, he gave, he gave me the he gave me everything to to go and do it. He just kind of said, right, here you go. Here's what you need financially to go and do the course. Quit your job. Take the risk. I'll support you for a couple of months with your bills. And that turned into nine months because I struggled to find a part-time job um, yeah. in that time. And it's just like, I had the fire to, to build my business and I did. But during that time, during that, those nine, ten months, it really does emotionally batter you because yeah. you're thinking am I good enough and oh, I have God, the yeah. financial worries am I good enough to do what to do what I'm doing and I mean how I built it was just I got got my qualification <clears throat> from um the makeup academy and then I just put on my Instagram I'll I'll um do a full face makeup in exchange for photos yeah and it all just it just took off from there and then how oh. where it is now I'm just so lucky yeah, I, I remember those times when I remember when you first started your Instagram and I remember like being one of the first followers. I was like, yes. Um, and I remember seeing like what you were doing, like you were just offering makeup, like makeup, 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 makeup in exchange for photos. Then it turned into testimonials and more photos and more testimonials. And you're still doing it now. Like the consistency you've had is is quite, you know, it, it's very, very good. Like it's rare to see, especially with people that start new businesses because they do have that feeling that they're going to fail. 
or they're not good enough. The imposter syndrome like just kicks in. I've had that mm. through coaching many a time, uh, even recently. Like you just have these dips. But as like there's a video I put out the other day. It's like the journey of an entrepreneur. Like your journey is never like that. It's like all over the place. But you have more lows than you do have highs. Yeah, um, you do. It's, just, it's how it, it, and I feel it just shapes you as a person. When you go through that that shit of going through those lows, and then you go through like the ups, and then you think, oh no, I'm back here again. To be able to handle something like that, you don't have that in a day job where you're employed because you have a you have a basic income. You do your job, you go home, and that's it. You don't have to worry about anything else around that. But as it's your own business, like all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, like I've got a couple of bad months coming up. I need to almost protect myself uh, financially and mentally that I'm, I'm going to have those, those crappy two months, but I'm also going to be a, have a good third month. So yeah. um, it's very up and down. It's very up and down. Um, just going back to your point. Now you said that Jay helped you out financially um, when you were, when you were starting out, which is great. What would you have done if you didn't have that financial backing? Where do you think you would have ended up? Do you know what? I think when you're in a full-time job and you are being paid what you are and, no matter if you go in or not, you still get paid the same, you still get paid the same amount. So I, I don't know. I would have got there. The, the, how I felt and how much I wanted to do it, I would have got there. I would have had to stay in all the time, not have takeaways anymore and really make sacrifices to make sure that I saved that amount of money to do it. So I still would have done it, mm-hmm. but it would have been five years down the line. Yeah. It wouldn't have been, like Jay always says to me now, like uh, when I say, oh, you know, and I often say to him, like I am really grateful for, for, makes me emotional sometimes, but I am really grateful for everything that he's done because he always says to me that he's fast tracked me. He said, he hasn't built my business. He hasn't put in the, the hard graft, the tears when I didn't believe in myself the working all over the weekends, getting as many people through the door as possible until I feel like I'm going to keel over. He said, you have done that. You have built your business being the person that you are and your hard work. And all he has done has is fast tracked me. That's how we've seen it. And it's, it's true. Like, but I appreciate everything that he did and continue to do so. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, you you sacrifice quite a lot when you, especially when you're first starting out. And I remember those evenings, days, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, when you're just so busy and like, you're just trying to book out slots and just, you know, try to offer your services, which you're passionate about, which is, um, which is amazing. Um, okay. So for any new business owner that is self-employed or looking to start out, like one thing I try and do with my coaching is that I'm always looking for people that are, that are creative and that they've got the drive in them that they want to, push forward and do what they want to do however they might not know the first steps on how to do it um so what would your just from your experience what would your advice be to anyone that is looking to start out on their passion um what's your what's your sort of headline advice for that um i would say believe in yourself one because you can do anything to stay off it doesn't matter whether it's makeup nails hair whatever you want to do try and stay off social media as much as you can social media is an amazing tool for marketing yourself and for for getting your business out there and for people following you and then you can obviously get business from there but the dark side to having a business on social media for me 
is that because I'm following all these amazing other makeup artists that are in the in the area, you're yeah. con constantly comparing yourself. So you might think to yourself, right, I, you might think that day um, that you've taken a picture of someone's makeup and you know that even a picture doesn't do it justice, but you've taken a really nice photo, it's really captured the, the makeup well, you've posted it on Instagram, and then two minutes later, someone you know will post a picture on Instagram and you'll be like that. But my, why doesn't mine look like that? And then you start putting your hard work down when two minutes ago, you were really, really happy, but you've looked at another photo comparing it thinking, well, actually, no, mine isn't good enough. So I'd stay off social media as much as possible and don't compare yourself because a lot of the stuff on social media, sadly, just isn't, it's a fake reality and it's not yeah. real anyway. So that is a, a big bit of advice um when it comes to someone said to me a few years ago spend money on what's going to make you money so stuff like i mean when i was first starting out i wanted kind of a a big flashy makeup trolley which was i don't know the best part of three 350 pounds and i look back on it now and i think what a stupid thing to want to buy I, I, <laughs> well it's, it's true so she, yeah. she's, that isn't going to make you money. Go spend £300 on on lipsticks or lip glosses, the stuff that is going to make it's you money. Make money. Or, yeah, absolutely. Or a decent camera to, to, um, to take decent photos. So what I actually did was um, listen to her advice. And even now I think to myself, oh, I'd really like that makeup bag. Will it make me money? No. It's going to do the exact same job as what my other makeup bag is going to do so I'm going to spend that 50 quid on getting some yeah. some decent foundations that people love or whatever so just serves the purpose right yeah and stuff really? like stuff like marketing as well like I'm quite savvy with with stuff like that anyway and I'm quite lucky that Dan my brother's a graphic designer so he helped me design my logos and stuff so that's and me <laughs> yeah yeah so um, so that helped um uh, with a big chunk of money I guess and then there's there's things out there like freelancer.com or fiverr.com where you can have a website banner made or you can have business cards made anything that you want to do with with marketing and advertising and it's a fiver fiverr.com yeah so and, and you pay them in dollars so actually it's not even a fiver maybe yeah. it is. <laughs> I've yeah. used it many times <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, it's it's great and you just got to think we well, don't have to spend 200 quid or 300 pound on on advertising where you can go on fiverr.com it's people who who are just freelancing just trying to make a bit of money on the side and um, my experience with it it's been great built my own website so i didn't have to pay hundreds and hundreds of pounds that's on squarespace i think mm -hmm. um and i pay i think it is 120 odd pound a year and I think, yeah yeah and I look at it now when I think like when it first started, when it first started, when I first built it, it wasn't all that. But I look back on it now and I, I look at my website now and I think, yeah, looks good. I built that. And all the pictures is, is my hard, hard work and what I've done. And I think, yeah, give yourself a pat on the back because you've done all right, kid. You've done all right. <laughs> Gives you that instant boost of motivation, doesn't it? When you look yeah, back yeah. at stuff. Now, you're, it's, it's interesting because I just done a video on um, how to get motivated in isolation. One of the things I did about four months ago and I'm all about documenting my journey 
And I started off, when you said comparing yourselves, I started off doing that so much because there is so much online. There's so many people doing what you're doing. And you'll find them. You will find them. And if you start comparing yourself to them, it just bogs you down and just hits you down. Like, it, it doesn't work. So one thing I did, and I'm grateful I started doing it, um, is just documenting my journey. And the one thing when you just said a, mo- a mo- moment ago was, when I looked back, when I was in the lull, when I was in like that imposter syndrome phase, I just literally went onto YouTube, went right back to my first video and sat there for an hour and a half watching all my videos. And I was just like, oh my God, my why as to why I'm doing this thing came back, came flooding back. And it just gives you that instant boost of like satisfaction, reward um, and motivation to, to crack on and realise mm-hmm. why you did it. So I think, yeah, absolutely. If there's one thing that I would say is that to anyone is just document your journey. Like what you've done on your Instagram account, like you set up a new Instagram account. If you look back right from the first one, you look, you look back to your captions and some of the stuff you were saying, like you'll start thinking, Oh my God, like, yeah, like to document, 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 because it's, it's such a powerful reflection tool. Um, it is. I look back on my, um, my Instagram now, if I go back to the very, very first pictures, I'm just like this. <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you? <laughs> But then you you do that, but it's good to do that because yeah. the more you scroll up, the more you kind of think how well you've progressed and how far you've come. But yeah, yeah I'd I do it every so often. Yeah, it's it's nice. But yeah, some of those pictures, I think. <laughs> I some of those videos, I'm just like, oh my god, like <laughs> just no, like so monotone, just like yeah, yeah. I was like, no, nah, okay, um, okay, cool. So, Steph, uh, when we'll finish off in a moment, but. What does the future hold for Stephanie Warren makeup eyes? Like, what do you what do you see yourself doing in like five, ten years time? So what I think that this industry now is is so. I think I came along just at the right time, personally, because now it it constantly feels that there's always a new makeup artist in the area coming on Instagram. It feels like every week, every couple of weeks, which is great because it's there's so many faces to go around so no one's ever going to be short of work if you're good at what you do you're always going to be busy in my opinion um but I think maybe in the next few years it's going to it's going to move away from people wanting to come and get their makeup done it's going to be more they want to learn how to do their makeup so I think in years to come I'll branch out more to teaching in the next five years um but I mean, now being in isolation, you might have seen on my Instagram the other day, I was thinking, right, I need to keep busy. What can I learn? And me and Jay were were talking about maybe moving in the next year, the next two years. And we're looking at hopefully houses that have a bit of um, outside space where we can build myself a little studio or something that's got an annex so I can just refurb that inside. And I thought to myself, right, well, if there was a little annex and it's got a shower room, I could make that. It's got all the plumbing in there. I can make that into a hair room. So yeah. I can do almost packages where it's going to be, right, come and have your makeup done, blow dry at the same time, and then you're good to go for your night out. You can just go and pop open a bottle of Prosecco and, and off you go. You can just have everything done there. So actually, when, when we've been stuck at home, I thought to myself, right, I want to learn how to do blow dries now. So I'm going to order myself a little dolly head and just get cracking. And I think the next thing that you're going to see on my page is maybe me offering blow dries. Amazing. Amazing. Love that. Okay. Sounds good. Um, 
Steph, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to pop uh, all of your links below. Uh, obviously, I'll tag you or anything. If anyone's got any questions, um, whereabouts are you located just for anyone else that's listening to this? Uh, Sandhurst in Berkshire, GU147. Okay, cool. I will pop all your links down to your Facebook page, Instagram, website. What else have you got? Anything else? No. That's good. That's, That's how you find that. Okay, <laughs> cool. No, no, I appreciate that. Um, cool. Well, look, um, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. We should well, do this more often. Pleasure. I know, we should, should we? It's <laughs> always a pleasure seeing your little face. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Yours <laughs> too. Um, no, I appreciate it. If anyone's listening, um, feel free to fire us any questions. I will put all the contact details below and above. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, podcast you can also watch the video up on my youtube channel it's ignite your mind just search that and you'll see it in the podcast series um and yeah all good to go thank you very much have a nice day peace out air high five <laughs> thank you for listening to the ignite your mind podcast with myself sanjay patel and my amazing guest today stephanie warren this is a safe place for real talk on discovering powerful stories talking about mental health real business journeys and hearing inspiring stories stephanie touched on the choices she had to make when first building her business and how she overcame them i hope this was valuable to you please do subscribe if you're listening to this on spotify youtube or apple Podcasts, and leave me a comment looking forward to seeing you next week thank you